L-I-F-E. The H-U-J, little emphasis. E-G-K, everybody. Meaning, what you feed us as seeds grows and blows up in your face. That's God's life. Hello. Hey. Hello. What's up, y'all? It's May. It's Faye. And this is May and Faye. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> but today, we're going to be talking about parents and pretty much how they play a role in our generation with the impact that they have on us. Yes. Like, for example, if you get yourself in some trouble out in the real world that you ain't really, well, you get yourself into a situation that you ain't really have much knowledge on are prepared for yeah and you know they get on your case about it or whatever you mean i mean you can't really blame you mm-hmm. i mean in a certain way you probably can but not really because you know we're here to learn these things about the right and i think i'm just trying to tell parents to set aside their judgment mm-hmm. that they give us because there's so many issues with mental health in this generation too mm-hmm. and i think parents being the ones that they're the closest to their child and some parents are not all home situations are the same but some parents are the ones that are closest to their child that is dealing with mental health and some of them they just judge their children instead of having conversations with them yeah and judging can be very shitty like that can feel very and we already live in a world that judges us on the daily with social media and everything so having that Mm -hmm. from people who are supposed to care about us the most yeah. It's not like you could have controlled it. I mean, maybe you can, but sometimes you really can't. Yeah. Since I can't really speak from anybody else's situations, and mm-hmm. I can only speak from my own experience, I'll give an example of like what I've been through in life. My mom, she was the independent mom, and she was the single mom who was just working hard for us. And the one thing that she enforced in me was independence, but it was also the mindset that my strength comes from my independence and that's a bad kind of mindset Mm -hmm. because I don't always have to depend solely on myself and that's why today I keep a lot of things from everybody else I'm like I have to deal with all my bs on my own and be alone and that's a depressing state to be in and I feel like she could have done more with showing that it's okay to be weak sometimes and it's okay to lean on other people sometimes Mm -hmm. so sometimes it takes falling apart for everything to come back together Right. I kind of like, I fall apart all the time. I don't really have someone to go to. Like, my dad, I don't really go to him when I'm upset about things or if, like a boy situation. If I'm doing a breakup, I'm really hurt or anything like that. Just in general, if I'm hurt about something, I don't go to no one. Like, I don't talk to anybody. I kind of just cry it out and I hold that shit in my own. And, you know, I've learned, I had to teach myself. To, you know, it's okay to break down. Like, I used to not, I used to force myself not to break down all the time. And I'm just like, it's, it's fine. Because mm-hmm. sooner or later, you're going to come back up, build back up, you be even, even stronger. So, like, yeah. yeah. And it's bad that we have to keep stuff like that from our parents. We have to keep our parents from seeing that something happened to me and my, when I was younger, that I kept from my mom until I was this age, until this year, I told her. And that that was tormenting me for a while. I mean, I was probably maybe I was around like 12 or something. So let's say it's been six years because I'm 18 now. But it's been six years since I've kept that a secret from anybody. And I mean, that can really 
mess with somebody and that the only reason I did that because of my independence and what I thought I had to do in order to be independent in order to be okay mm-hmm. and that just reminded me of something going back to what I was talking about how I cry and I don't really go to my dad about anything like I remember I had this job and my manager was such he was so mean and you know like I just and I would cry and get frustrated just because I couldn't do nothing. Like, I couldn't put my hands on this man. Like, I couldn't yeah. talk back to him because it's just like, bro, I have, I want the, I need the job. I need the money. So mm-hmm. I remember coming home one time and, like, I'm just crying because I'm so mad and frustrated. Because I think he said something to me. I forgot what he said. But it was something so mean. It was so rude. And he said something. And then my dad was just like, you need to be a little more tougher. You need to stop. You stand up for yourself, stop being, stop crying. Because he thinks I'm, I was crying because I was sad. What he's saying, like, no, I was mad. Like, and right. I, was yes. but I wasn't saying nothing. I was just crying. And mm. then after that day, I was just like, bro, I'm not doing that again. Because, like, he just told me I, I need to be more tough. I need to stop. You but know, he doesn't know how much he was dealing with already. In the yeah. Fact that you were being yeah. Like, I was already, like, it was just so much going on. And I was just like, you know what? Crying's in. That's not. That's that's that that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to cry. Like I had to be real hurt. Something had to be real be going on for me to sit there and go up to you and cry to you ever again. Or yeah, I think parents should change the way they approach teenagers. They should change the way they approach their kids because, like you said, with your dad saying you need to be tougher, he doesn't know how much you were dealing with already, and he just assumed, <laughs> which they always yeah. tell him to not make assumptions, but he assumed that. You were crying because you were sad. I do the same thing. I cry when I'm mad too. I probably mm-hmm. cry more when I'm mad than when I'm sad. When I'm yeah, sad, I definitely. probably get quiet. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think parents should just, instead of always interrogating us, they should have more conversations with us. Yeah. And that would make us feel more comfortable to go to them about everything. I mean, ask me how I feel or, you know, ask me, you know, just ask me what's been going on with me. Like, mm-hmm. am I okay? Do I need to talk? Because right. it's like, you have your friends, you have maybe your boyfriend, girlfriend, y'all can talk to, whatever, special feelings. But it's like, it's nothing compared. More, yeah, it's nothing compared and more into a parent. Mm-hmm. Like, just sitting down with you, like, hey, you know, just let me know what's going on. And if you want, if you have a parent in your life that's wanting you to vent to them so bad, just don't push it away. No, I mean, we can't, it. Yeah, we can't tell you what to do, but I would I would do anything to yes. have that, you know, because it's just like I need that talk with my parents. Mm-hmm. And we're once in a while. we're teenagers. We're growing up. Some things we're lost on, and they already have the knowledge on it. So the situation yeah, plus, that we're going through, we can get help from it with them. And you're literally the spent the spitting image of your like parent. Like that's you, not really you, but like you are them. And yeah. you're talking to them. And letting them know your problems, your frustrations. It's just, I don't know. I just feel like it's such a different feel. It's always different getting um, getting advice from older people that already been through this stuff than people our age that are still going through the stuff we go through. I may have not because they know how to go about the situations already. And maybe we won't take their advice fully, but it's very important to know that they already went through what we've been through. It's very comforting, too. Yeah. And I think the relations that the relationship that we have with our parents is the most impactful relationship because that's our first relationship. Um, my dad, he, yeah, I looked at him. I didn't really look at him like my first love because, well, yeah, when I was, like, younger, 
Like, we have home videos. Like, I was, like, a princess to him. Like, he treated me like I was <laughs> literally, like, a princess. But now it's just, like, mm. Mm. it's not like he treats me. Like, I don't know. I'm just glad I got that type of attention then anyways. I still got that type of attention. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have that where I grew up. So, I think when I say the most impactful relationships, is definitely is because my mom, she's my favorite person in the world. She's the one who I go to about everything. Mm-hmm. I call my mom, I don't know how many times a day, just to tell her the little things that happen in my life. But with my dad, it's a distant relationship because he wasn't there. And I feel like if I would have had that relationship, I would have done the same way I am with my mom. But we were really distant, so I couldn't really be comfortable with him. And comfort is a, it's really important in my life. I can't really talk mm-hmm. to you if I'm not comfortable with yeah, you. I have to be comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like, that's another ball game with my mom, too. Like, I'm very, I'm more comfortable going to my mom about things than I am with my dad. Yeah. Simply because my mom, um, she's made, I don't really want to say it's a mistake, but she had my older brother when she was 18, you mm-hmm. know. And so, like, I feel like she's more understanding. Yeah. Making mistakes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm going to go get pregnant at this age and, like, you know, no. Right. Just if I was, like, mm-hmm. God forbid, if something happened and I ended up, like, you know, my mom would be the one there. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to talk about the thing, the um, person's voice who I, uh, who I put in the beginning of this segment which was Tupac. Tupac, I love him. That's my baby. But <laughs> Tupac, he he um, said that thug life means they hate you, give little infants, F-U-C-K, everybody. Meaning that, like, I think what you all heard what he said in the beginning. And if y'all didn't, go ahead, rewind and start us over. Give us another play. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm but basically, he just meant, like, what you feed us it's going to come back to you. What you, that, that saying that um says, what you put out in the world will always come back around. Karma. Mm-hmm. Karma, that's what it is. What goes around. I believe around. in karma. Ooh. Yes. Yes. It's definitely a thing. And I, I think, yours. another thing is, some of y'all, y'all confuse the definition of thug. Some of y'all, y'all know what it means, but when Tupac said thug life, and when he said thug, he didn't mean the definition that we find in the dictionary with the hood, right? Hoodlum. He means a person that overcomes the obstacles that was given to them. When he talks about the quote, he says the person that overcomes the hate that they were given right away, that they noticed right away. And I feel like I'm a thug because... Child. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. I mean... We're going to make a thug club. <laughs> thug club. Girls and boys. Yeah, because it's like any situation you've been through and you felt like it was the end of the world and you Mm -hmm. pushed through that shit, you're what? You're a warrior. Like, mm. yes. Mm. And I think also about pushing through situations and whatnot, I feel like my mom, I'm not bashing her with this segment, but I feel like my mom. Sometimes I will ask her to congratulate me more than she judges me. That's mm-hmm. a thing that I found asking her. And I think a lot of mm-hmm. us okay. do. Right. Congratulate me more than you judge me because there's a lot of things that I do good. But when you pay attention to the bad ones, that makes me feel like a disappointment. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I feel like I don't really make my dad as proud as I should be making him. Right. And I, you know. And we might be, but they don't say it. Yeah, no. Like, one day I did ask him. I was like, are you really proud of me? And he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I am. And there's, like, some reason I just, I didn't believe it. I don't right. I just couldn't believe it because it's just like, bro, you don't tell me that you're proud of me or you don't notice the things. You talk more about the things that I do wrong yeah. than the things that I do right. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like no matter how many of the how many good things I'm doing, you mm-hmm. know, it's not it's still not you're still gonna recognize what I did do in the past, you know, that you wasn't happy for. And I kind of just learned to grow out of it. I'm like, I'm not gonna continue to stress myself out to try to make you, you happy. Proud. Yeah. yeah, you proud. I'm gonna make myself proud. He told me that he was like, "Don't go, stop. Don't go to college. Don't be doing all this for me. Do it for you." Mm-hmm. And it's like I am gonna do it for me, but it's still nice to know that you know, get right. that I'm proud of you. Right. Like you've been through a lot, and you're doing this for yourself. Like mm-hmm. I'm proud. I think my mom. I felt really the first time, not the first time she made me really happy, but the first time I felt like so just joy and I don't know (laughs) I don't know where I'm doing that with that but but she um this year actually I went through a lot and then I was taking online classes Mm -hmm. and I did better this semester than I did last semester but I still didn't do my best and I called her and I told her what my grades were and I was like yeah but I should have done this and she was like no faith you did good because you've been through a lot this year and I noticed that you still hung, you still stuck it out and you still pulled out strong. And that's all that matters. And I was like, wow, mom. I'm so used fine. to, I'm so used to picking myself up out the dirt on my own. Like so many times I had, I've done that. You feel like that's a reflection of how you grew up and what your parents kind of did? Or is that just something you I feel, like that's, I feel like that's just something that kind of grew something I've no actually I feel like it's just something that I kind of it kind of just came with me when dealing with people my teenage years well I'm still a teenager but people dealing with people coming up I feel like it kind of just grew on me if that makes sense mm-hmm. like I've always been a insecure girl mm-hmm. I've I've heard from my mom because my mom said like when we used to go out and stuff she used to I used to see girls I'd be like oh she's so pretty and my mom would be like well you are too you know like I always mm-hmm. used to just say other girls were pretty like my mom said she never really saw heard, heard me say that I was pretty or you know I don't know where that comes from I really did I don't mm-hmm. I'm convinced I was born like that <laughs> I don't know where that came from because my mom showed me so much love and she tried to show me how to love myself like which is it's not like I hate myself at all no like I love myself I really do but like I do sometimes feel insecure about my appearance I'm the same way I don't like going to people like that I mean I have my but don't get me wrong like if I'm really hurt and I like have nobody like I will really I'll really come to someone like you know Mm -hmm. and I need help like this is where I have to be at my worst like yeah. Like, I'm terrible. Like, I need someone. And it's okay to feel like that sometimes. Life will get hard. Like, you are running to obstacles to where you feel like giving up or you feel like this is your last. But and I feel like the best person to go to during that times is the person that brought you in this life. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you don't have that, then what do you have? Mm-hmm. And it's hard for those people who don't have that. I pray for those people that don't have that. 
mm-hmm. afraid that they find something else or that they're just stronger. But I definitely go mm-hmm. to my mom whenever those situations get hard, and she's definitely my rock in those situations. That's why she's my favorite person in the world because with her I can get through anything. But oh, Aww. that sounded so cute! I just realized that. <laughs> I love you, mom. Oh, you gotta send this to her. <laughs> Oh, wow. but, I'm about to call my mom. <laughs> I try to talk. I had to get older and really feel more comfortable going to my mom with stuff because I always, I wasn't always going to her for stuff, and I did go to. Her mm-hmm. I was always comfortable going to my mom for some mm-hmm. reason. Like, it was just natural to me. I think. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you the middle kid? Yeah, I'm somewhat the middle. I have um two younger siblings and one older, so I guess yeah. I had my older brother and my. On my mom's side, I have my older brother and it's me. And then on my dad's side, it's my little sister and then all of us. But with my mom and growing up with my mom and my brother, it was always, she probably didn't, but I always felt like my brother was more important. So I always felt like I was in the background and nobody really paid attention to me. So everything that happened to me, I would just stay with it. I would just keep it to myself. But as I got Mm -hmm. older, I realized it wasn't that way. It was probably just yeah. me for some reason. Oh. Well, my childhood years, it was always just me and then my older brother. And then that's when my little brother came mm. along. So I, my mom, she loved all of us equally. She never made us feel like one was like, you mm-hmm. know, important than the other. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak of my older brother because I remember I used to just sleep with my mom all the time in her bed. And my older brother was sleeping in his room. So I don't know how he he felt about it, you know, having two younger other siblings. He's the oldest. But, yeah. Then I moved with my dad. I'm technically the only child with my dad until my sister come visit us, which is younger than me. Well, she's younger than mm-hmm. me. So I'm a very weird yeah. person. My mom probably loves me and my brother equally. I just made it some mm-hmm. point in my head that it wasn't that way. But she probably did everything mm-hmm. to show it was that way. And it was when I got older, I realized she did. But I'm, I'm a yeah. weird person. So. <laughs> I'll be yeah. making stuff up in my head that only hurts me. But it's okay. I'm getting through that. Oh, God. <laughs> It'd be like It'd that, be like though. that sometimes. It'd be. It does. Self-growth journey. That's what I'm working on. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I think parents should just work on the way should make their kids feel more comfortable going to them with stuff. And that's one way to do that is definitely turning their interrogations into more conversations. Don't always be so judgmental of your kids. Make them feel like, hey, you made a mistake. I made a mistake when I was younger, too. Talk to me about it. Don't just be like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. you did this. No, go to your room. No. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to no room for me. Give me your phone. Give me everything you <laughs> Give me a TV. I your whole TV. Like, have you ever got your whole TV something? Nah, I got. I got my whole TV. <laughs> I my dad never whooped me. Like, I never got whooped. I got whooped with everything. People get so surprised right. when they hear that. Like, my mom. The most my mom did was she popped me like hard. She smacked. She would smack <laughs> shit out of me. She she wouldn't whoop me though. Like, she would just smack. And it's just smack like consistency. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I never had no belt to my ass. Wow. Like, well, I lied. My dad said when me and my brother were younger, mm-hmm. and we, we had through a whole fit in Walmart, he was like, all right, wait till we get home. He whooped both of us. 
So that's all I know. That's the only, but I don't remember that because that was yeah. like, so, But I ain't never. Well. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah. I mean, that's all I had to say about this parent conversation. I love you, Ma. And to other parents out there, I hope if you listen to this, I hope you just hear what we're saying and you feel. You make your kids feel more comfortable because there's too many suicides out there and there's too many oh, battles mm-hmm. with mental health that some parents can help out on instead of just... Really sad. Yeah. Like, y'all feel like y'all don't have no one to talk to. I'm always here. You can be yep. me and talk to me. Definitely. I won't um push you yeah. out because killing yourself is not the answer. It's not your end. Like, you're... No. You're not done for. You have so much to mm-hmm. offer, even though it feels like at this moment that it, like you don't. I promise you, you do. Like you're not. Yes. Like who said this? Was it Will Smith? <laughs> Someone said, "Um, if you're walking through darkness or something like that, why would you stop in? Like well, you said that before. Oh, yeah. It's something like that. Like why would you keep walking through yeah. the darkness? I mean, why would you keep stop? Why would you stop in the darkness? You gotta right. keep going until you see the light." so and also if you are in that mental health battle I mean I've been there before and I can help you and if you have nobody to talk to you always have me to talk to and you can reach me Mm -hmm. I'm at Instagram at underscore underscore gbabe underscore underscore and mine is princess danaja princess d-a-n-a-e-j-a-h and that's about it Stay safe. <laughs> stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay grinding. Pray. 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 God Pray. is also our Father, so go to Him when you need some advice. Yeah, because God, I, He be answering. He be answering really weird ways. Oh, I mean, I want to talk about that in another podcast because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna say that tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right. Thank you guys for listening for the ones that's been rocking yes. with us. I love you. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> Peace, Bye. y'all.